0: This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Good morning. I am Jeff Meller. This is ESPN 1000, and this is Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. With you every Sunday morning, starting at 8 a.m., take you up till 9 a.m., when usually Steve Mongo McMichael and Freddie Hubner will get you set for a Bears game. But we've already had our Bears game for the week. We've, in fact, we've had two. Hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving full of turkey and bears. And without a bears game in the fold today, that means that I will stick around and talk some NFL football, talk some college football with Adam Abdallah and Chris Black. But as you anxiously await that coming up at nine o'clock, no worries, because I've got you covered for your fantasy football dilemmas right here, as I always do on ESPN 1000. Again, every Sunday morning, starting at 8 a.m., 312-332-3776. If you have a question, feel free to give us a call or hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Mellor. So where to begin? Well, initially, I'd like to start off by saying it's disappointing. We're going to have to go through an NFL Sunday without either The Los Angeles Rams or Kansas City Chiefs playing today as both teams are on their bye and both teams have led many teams fantasy football experiences to very rich ones this season as they pile up the points. So there will be no Chiefs, there will be no Rams and that is unfortunate, but we will plow through it and we will wait until next week when they return and as we do we'll discuss the rest of the games of the week. Patriots at Jets. Brady takes the snap. He throws it left. For clock. He makes the catch over two defenders and steps across the pylon for a touchdown. Patriots. So Rob Gronkowski set to return for the Patriots after a few missed weeks here. The Patriots and Jets game will kick off our doubleheader here on ESPN 1000. So if you're driving around and you need some NFL action, no worries, we've got you covered. So, Gronk set to return today to the field. That is good news for all his owners out there. Tom Brady also, despite being listed as questionable, expected to play today. The other noteworthy injury being dealt with for fantasy owners, probably Sony Michel. He returned last week. He is going to continue. He escaped the game without any re-injury, which was good news. Unfortunately, somewhat disappointing if you went with Sonny Michel, He only participated in 17 snaps last week. He did garner 11 carries, though. So even though the points were limited, it is good news that in the snaps that he was on the field, he was worked into the mix so frequently. So you have to... I would imagine going forward, the Patriots will continue to use Sonny Michel extensively. But it's still one of those situations where you kind of need to... If you have better options, hold off and wait another week or so with Sonny Michelle until you clearly see the Patriots working him back into with a full workload. Seahawks at Panthers. Big play, third down and ten. Newton with three on the play clock. Two has the snap. Backs up a little bit, throws to Punches, left side. Punches 30, 25 to the 20, the 10, the 5. Left pylon, touchdown. The Seahawks at the Carolina Panthers. Clearly your best game of the early slate, the Nooners, if you will. Devin Funches listed as doubtful, unlikely to play today for the Panthers. For fantasy owners out there, that's probably a bit of relief because you don't have to worry about considering starting Devin Funches because he's been very disappointing this season when he's not catching a touchdown, and those games have been few and far between. He's been a frustrating owner. In terms of the rest of the players, I mean, pretty much... Start him if you got him. If you've been rolling with Cam Newton, no reason to turn away. Christian McCaffrey in good health as well. As far as your Seahawks go, the running back situation seems to be Chris Carson's backfield with, uh, you know, Penny only being worked in moderately. So Chris Carson, your starter for the Seahawks in the running game, although I will say in the PPR format, despite the fact that he does receive most of the carries... Chris Carson does not catch many passes. And so in PPR formats, he's, he's not, not much more than a flex for me. Cardinals at Chargers. And this time it's a pitch to Gordon again. He's got the left sideline. 10, 5, leaps into the end zone. Touchdown, Flash Gordon. His third of the day. Good news for Melvin Gordon owners as even though he was listed as – or even though he has been listed as questionable – There is reports from both Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport that Melvin Gordon is expected to go today, although there were initially some concerns yesterday that Gordon and the hamstring injury that he's been dealing with might put him on on the shelf for this week. That is apparently not going to be the case per Schefter and Rappaport, and I know that's at least uh, a relief for Gordon owners out there because, if nothing else, that 3 o'clock start time always puts you in a tricky situation if you have to wait it out. Again, good news, Repaport and Schefter both saying Melvin Gordon is expected to go today. Raiders at Raiders. Back in the gun, is Carr, takes the snap, eyes the field, time, end zone, touchdown! And he goes back to Jordy Nelson. Why not? Block the inside handoff, Collins breaks the tackle, he's in, touchdown! Ravens. So the Raiders and Ravens probably not a very not very exciting in terms of games you're awaiting today, but it is going to be played and it will be played with Jordy Nelson on the field back after a few weeks off. Don't love playing Jordy Nelson these days. The Raiders offense as a whole doesn't really inspire anybody, but I can see a scenario where with the Rams and Chiefs on by this week you may be looking for a player who has quite a few targets in store for him, and Jordy Nelson can be that player for the Raiders. So Jordy Nelson, a viable option for you today as he's expected to go. I played the Alex Collins highlight there, mostly because I was having difficulty finding any Lamar Jackson highlights. Now, not that Lamar Jackson was bad last week. He was actually a very productive, or let's rephrase, he was a somewhat productive player fantasy quarterback because he did exactly what I expected him to do and what I told you he would do last week on this very show. I said Lamar Jackson was always going to be a running threat. And with 27 carries, there's no doubt that that Ravens offense is going to force the Raiders and every team they play going forward to stop the run in the option. But throwing is an entirely different ball game. Alex Collins scored an early touchdown last week with Lamar Jackson under center. After that, he was rarely heard from. Gus Edwards actually was the compliment they chose to use alongside Lamar Jackson for most of the game thereafter. Gus Edwards got into the end zone. I personally wouldn't love having to start Gus Edwards, but I would say if it comes down to Gus Edwards versus Alex Collins after after what we saw last week, Gus Edwards would be my choice above Alex Collins this week. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Miller. Packers at Vikings. Second and goal snap. Rogers deep drop. Has time. Throws it. Left side of the end zone. Got his man. Touchdown, Jimmy Graham. They beat Patrick Chung to the left side of the end zone. Jimmy Graham on the reception. So Jimmy Graham with a broken thumb last week. A... is actually expected to play today despite also dealing with a knee injury and for the tight end position even though the vikings are a fairly stout pass defense i will say that when it comes to the tight end position jimmy graham is certainly a viable option for you so again good news he is expected to be available tonight when the Packers and Vikings square off on Sunday Night Football, so that is good news for all the Jimmy Graham owners out there and what is clearly the best game of the day taking place at US Bank Stadium at 7.30 tonight so good news for Jimmy Graham owners as he will be available for Aaron Rodgers to throw to Titans at Texas. Mariota fires deep left side, he's going for Davis in the end zone corey has got is thrown. But Davis with a great catch if it stands. Corey Davis, I play I picked his touchdown catch there from Marcus Mariota as Mariota, who was listed as questionable all week has been removed from the injury report, so he will be expected to go for the Titans tomorrow night on Monday Night Football as they take on the Texans in what will be a pretty big battle if either team, well if, if If the Titans hope to preserve their playoff chances, a loss to the Texans would drop the Titans quite far back in the playoff discussion and make it all the more difficult for them to qualify for the postseason tournament. So Marcus Mariota being available is good for them. For your fantasy purposes, I hope you're not starting Marcus Mariota unless it's a two-quarterback or an offensive player flex league Corey davis though i chose his highlight because he is certainly a wide receiver three he's locked in for you with mariota under center if uh mariota was not going to play i was going to not necessarily advise you to go ahead and start him but with mariota under center i feel fairly comfortable using Corey davis as your third wide receiver or in a flex in ppr all right so those are your major injuries of concern today. Again, I'm Jeff Meller right here on ESPN 1000 Fantasy Football Frenzy. Let's head on out to the phones. Let's try Mike in Mount Prospect to get us kicked off. Hey, Mike. Great, mice, Thank think like you. I almost answered my question already. I got a PPR league. I'm starting uh, Tyler Boyd along with uh, Jarvis Landry as my receivers, and I got Marlon Mack, and I picked up Gus Edwards thinking, do I replace one of those guys? with him, but it sounds like you already said no. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the the way the Ravens offense is operating right now, I, I kind of want to see it again from Gus Edwards, especially because you have some viable options there. I don't think Gus Edwards will be a huge threat in the passing game, whereas Marlon Mack, he has some home run hitting ability, and Look, that would be the only guy I would consider in a PPR format to play Gus Edwards over, but against Miami at home, I like Marlon Mack today. So I think uh, uh, I, I think you got the right guys in, Mike. Great job! Thanks again. My pleasure. All right, Mike drops off. That leaves the line open for you at three one two three three two three seven seven six. Let's head on out to uh, let's go to the city with a quarterback question. Hey, TJ, what's up? What's up, guys? Good morning. What do you got All for right, us? I have a PPR question. It's uh, quarterback Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson. All right. Let's go Deshaun Watson here. Again, Lamar no. Jackson. Yeah, well you, you're uh you want you you are compelled to play Lamar Jackson there, TJ? Yeah, every time I try to play Watson, he only gives me uh, single digit numbers. <sighs> I look I know he's been frustrating to own this year, but the truth is Lamar Jackson I, he's gonna get a lot of carries. But unless uh-huh. he finds the end zone with a rushing touchdown, he, he's going to have a very difficult time you know, putting up the stats a lot of other quarterbacks are, gonna do, are going to give you in fantasy. And the truth is, I think the, the upside is limited as well because the Ravens are going to be trying to churn the clock, keep the game moving along, let their defense mm-hmm. win the game for them. And Lamar Jackson, if you if you watched any of that game last week, no. he's, well, I'll tell you, in terms of passing... He, he's he's not much of a threat and i don't oh, think wow. he, i don't think you can live just starting a quarterback in this day and age who's only going to be a threat on the ground whereas deshaun watson gives you a little bit of both and there's a lot of upside in the passing game with him i know it's been frustrating but you can't necessarily just let that dictate who you start week in and week out because you had a okay. few bad runs so i would play um, deshaun watson a kicky shooty is he good to go Kiki Cutie is listed as questionable, so we do not know as of yet, TJ. I will uh, keep monitoring, but because it's a Monday nighter, probably won't find out a whole lot. I do know that uh, Bill O'Brien spoke extensively this week about trying to get Demarius Thomas more involved in the passing game. And as long as DeAndre Hopkins is out there, that's good news for Deshaun Watson. I don't think Kiki Cutie is going to make or break his passing ability uh, tomorrow night against the Titans on ESPN. Let's go to Antioch and Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah, I got a couple questions, and some of them are due to injuries. I got Sony, Michelle, Melvin Gordon, and Aaron Jones. I have to play two of the three of them. All right, Mike. Uh, in, and uh, it says it's listed as a PPR question, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so that makes it fairly simple. Like As I mentioned earlier, Melvin Gordon expected to go. He's locked in, no question about it. Michelle versus Jones. In the PPR format, i got to say, play Aaron Jones. Sony Michelle, as I mentioned earlier, only had 17 snaps, 11 carries that last week. And you know he's not going to be a huge threat in the passing game with James White taking most of those opportunities. So let's wait another week on Sony Michelle until we know he's fully back in the Patriots game plan before you go ahead and start him over somebody like Aaron Jones, who, as we've seen has been, has become the clear-cut number one running back in the Packers game. Right, thanks. And then real quick, Emmanuel Sanders or uh, Julian Edelman? Let's go Edelman in that case. Let's try Eric in Elmwood Park. Hey, Eric, what do you got? I got uh, a bi-week question because I got my homes. I picked up Wentz a couple weeks ago because I have Jeffrey, but I just saw on the ad drops that uh, Winston is available. Should I sub out Winston for Wentz or No, you know what? Jameis Winston, like, look the the way the whole Bucks season has unfolded, it's been a bit of a debacle between Jameis, the way Dirk Cutter has handled Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick trying to they're in self-preservation mode trying to save their job but the reality is i don't think you can go ahead and start Jameis winston and feel confident that he's going to finish the game if things go poorly initially eric they could very easily pull him and just just use ryan fitzpatrick in that scenario i'd be scared to use Jameis winston as a starter today just because he the quick hook is lurking in, in my mind with their cutters so i think carson wentz is a much safer play that's why I called. that. I didn't even think about uh, how fast he's been pulling the starters. I appreciate it. Jeff. No problem, Eric. I appreciate the phone call. Let's try Shab in Rockford. Hey, Shab. Hi. I had a question about PBR uh, league. I have uh, sorry, Tom Brady and uh, Philip Rivers, and I think Tom Brady will do good against the Jets defense. Sure. Yeah, in that like, in that situation, Shab, I'm not going to get too cute. I know. Tom Brady's stats maybe haven't been exactly what you were hoping for when you drafted him high in fantasy this year, but against the Jets, a team that really seems to be struggling these days, I think the opportunities should be plentiful, so I would go ahead and use Tom Brady's shop. Um, look, Phillip Rivers is a nice alternative, but uh, when it comes down to Rivers versus Brady, for, for the most part, I'm generally going to tell you, go ahead and use Tom Brady. Eugene in Indiana. Hey, Eugene. Yeah, hi. Um, I already used Kamara on Thursday as one of my running backs. I have another running back available, and uh, the flex position. I have three running backs, and you're gonna. They're holding on to your seat till they got Fournette, Aaron Jones, and James White. I got some pretty good running backs, obviously. No, it so looks. So I need. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I need. I need to know. I, I'm going to put Fournette in the flex position. I really believe I should, but. I have no idea who to play between Aaron Jones and James White at the other running back position. (sighs) Yeah, look, it's it's a tough, a, a bit of a dilemma here, Eugene. And this is a situation, too, where I'll tell you, playing the fact that you noted you played Kamara, and well, you should have on Thursday, but he obviously didn't go crazy only uh only registering you know 98 total yards and no touchdowns so generally you know i know a lot of people have been happy with kamara's production but it's a bit down and you kind of know you know you know going into the game today that uh you know your go your point total from what it usually gives you week in and week out is going to be suppressed because of kamara's you know not not yeah i'm projected to lose So, so so in this situation eugene i'm gonna say i would use aaron jones The upside for him is much bigger than James White. Look, James White has been excellent this year, but the reality is with Sony Michelle back, you know, James White, I think the upside is general limits there. He has to find the end zone because he's not going to see a lot of carries. And granted, it is a PPR format, but there are plenty of games where the way it unfolds for the Patriots, where James White's usage is limited. Whereas Aaron Jones, I think we've seen now the last couple weeks, he is clearly involved in every part of the Packers' offensive game plan. And so in that situation, Eugene, I have to say go ahead and use Aaron Jones and don't look back. Yeah, I got Tyreek killed too, but he's on by. So. Sure, and as but- I noted, yeah, everyone's kind of uh, bummed out that the Chiefs and Rams are on bye this week. But that is the reality we live in in the nfl when every team eventually has to have their buy but no fears folks because this is the last week of buys once we get to week 13 next week there will be no more buys to concern ourselves with again 312 332 fantasy football frenzy right here on espn 1000 a couple lines open for you so give us a call with your fantasy football question let's head on out uh matt is driving on the road here hey matt what do you got for me Hey, Jeff. Happy Sunday. You as uh, well, Matt. that point PPR. I uh, need two of the three. Tyler Boyd, DJ Moore, or Austin Eckler. Kind of hurt on bye week this week with Robert Woods and uh, cream Hunt sitting on my bench. Yeah, with, yeah needing two there. I'm going to say, Matt, with, and still with AJ Green, uh, not going to go today. I still use Boyd, and I'm going to use DJ Moore. If you've noticed, Austin Eckler's production has been... significantly down over the last three to four weeks. He's not the player he was... er Well, let me rephrase. It's not that he's not the player he was earlier in the season. He hasn't been used the way he was earlier in the season. Now, granted, with Gordon dealing with the hamstring injury, I can understand the temptation, but the fact that Gordon is a go, Eckler is clearly a second fiddle in San Diego, whereas I can see DJ Moore... Being a little, being, being used a, li- a little bit more in uh, Carolina and uh, with uh, touchdown possibilities for him as opposed to Austin Eckler. All right, I appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend. You do the same, Matt. Let's right. try right. Tim in Hobart, Indiana, with a pretty interesting running back dilemma. Hey, Tim. Hey, hey what's going on? I uh, got Joe Mixon or Melvin Gordon, and I can't decide which to play. So. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll say this. Joe well, the matchup against Cleveland is great for Joe Mixon, but I'm personally I don't know how you can get away from not starting Melvin Gordon unless you're talking about like he is he right now he's third in my ranks. There's no way with him going today, there's no way I can advise you not to start Melvin Gordon, Tim. Okay. All right. You're in in that way, so yeah, and, and you know what what locks it up too is the PPR format. Standard, I might be able to at least kind of, you know, balance it and say Joe Mixon's a little bit more of a choice for me. But when you are talking PPR, Melvin Gordon is just involved in their passing game so extensively these days that uh, you have to get him in whenever he's playing. All right. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Our pleasure, Tim. Again, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Miller. I will uh, answer your questions that way as well. Don't forget If uh, fantasy football is not your thing, don't worry. I've got you covered with plenty of NFL talk and college football action. When Chris Bleck and Adam Abdallah join me at 9 a.m. today, we will have plenty of discussion about uh, the Bears and their big win on Thanksgiving over the Lions. We will discuss the report from Adam Schefter that while the Bears are optimistic that Mitchell Trubisky is going to Hopefully be available next Sunday. That is not a lock against the Giants. And Mitchell Trubisky, there is a a chance that he will miss yet another game. So we will be talking lots more about that later on today as we take over at 9 o'clock. Adam Badella, Chris Bleck, and Jeff Meller with Chicago's game day. But I uh, sojourn on with uh, more fantasy football questions. Mike in New Lenox. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Jeff? Very good. Good day. Hey, so I got two for you. One, uh, Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson, and then in a the PPR league, Greg Olson or Josh Adams. All right. So let's go, Russ. I, I can't get like Baker Mayfield. I'm still not overly excited about what he is doing from a fantasy perspective. Russell Wilson to me is just, you know, he he hasn't run nearly as much as he did last season, but or in seasons past altogether. But it's the threat is still there, and with them back in the. Playoff mix, I think there's a chance that we do see Russ start to run a little bit more, which is great for his fantasy sure. purposes. So I'm, I'm not getting away from Russell Wilson, certainly not for Baker Mayfield. So I'd be using Wilson today. And then you said Greg Olsen or who, Mike? Uh, Josh Adams against uh, New York Jets, a- and and Giants. And did you say that was a PPR? PPR. Okay, yeah, then I'm using Olsen. Josh Adams, not really involved in the passing game for the Eagles, and they just rotate. They're running backs so frequently that, you know, I can't, I, I'm, I've i yet to see Josh Adams really make himself somebody that fantasy owners need to think about starting in a week out, week in and week out basis. He's only going to be productive if he scores a touchdown, and those are hard to predict from week in and week out. So I would say go ahead and use Greg Olson, Mike. Cool. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. No problem. All right. Mike drops off. Again, that leaves the line open for you at 312-332-3776. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Indeed it is. I'm Jeff Meller with you on ESPN 1000. As always, Fantasy Football Frenzy is brought to you by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge. Eats, drinks, scenic views. All right. Plenty of discussion so far about... Everything you need to look forward to in today's matchups. Again, we have a NFL doubleheader today as getting kicked off with the Jets and Patriots. And, of course, it will conclude with the Steelers taking on the Broncos at Mile High. So we are your home for NFL coverage all day today right here on ESPN 1000. And right now we're discussing all your fantasy football dilemmas. And let's head on out to Elgin and we'll try Garrett. Hey Garrett. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Uh so is should I even be considering starting Lamar Jackson over Cam? Mm-hmm. And then another question is um or Big Ben? Because they both have pre speed matchups. Yeah, so no. Don't don't consider putting Lamar Jackson in over Cam Newton yet. Honestly, hey, Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson is simply a Cam Newton without the throwing upside. Cam Newton's the goal line score for the Panthers. Still still is, always has been, and I don't expect that to change anytime soon. Lamar Jackson, even though he, the workload, you, I expect him to have another 20 rushes. The reality is the passing yardage is, I expect that to be quite limited, despite the fact that they're playing the Raiders today. So and I need to see a lot more from Lamar Jackson throwing the ball or people, before I consider starting Lamar Jackson, we need to be way down in the running uh, the quarterback ranks. You need to be telling me, okay, should I start Eli Manning or Lamar Jackson? And that's when we can maybe consider it. Or maybe you say, like you just said, Garrett, should I start Jameis Winston or Lamar Jackson? That's when I would give you uh, a Lamar Jackson over Jameis Winston Cause, because, as I, I noted earlier, I'm too concerned that Jameis Winston can be pulled at any moment these days with their cutter. Uh, a couple of interceptions, and you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be right back out there. So, when it comes to fantasy football, you always have to concern yourself with injuries. The last thing, though, you want to be worried about is your quarterback being pulled for ineffective play. And th- I, I don't want to deal with that headache right now. So, Jameis Winston is not an option for me to start this week. I'd be looking almost anywhere else these days because I just don't trust the fact that he's going to be able to be allowed to play the whole game out. Let's try We've seen too many times at this point this season. Let's try Mark in Bloomingdale. He's got a running back question. What's up, Mark? Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning uh, to you. I got, running, I got the running back question, and if I could sneak in another one, it's up to you. Yeah, go ahead. So anyway, I, I got Zika uh, Elliott in the clubhouse already, already booked. So I need two more running backs, uh, and I got a suite of them here. I got Brita and Lindsey. Um, and I also have Joe Mixon, and I picked up uh, uh, Adams also. All right, and you need two of those, Mark? I need two of them, yeah. One running back, one flex. All right, so I'm going to s- say... Standard League, no, no PPR. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's good to know because that makes it fairly simple for me. I'm going to say go ahead and start Joe Mixon against the Browns today. Love that matchup. And the other player whose matchup I love, Matt Breida. I think against the Bucks, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for him, and... Even in a PPR format, Matt Breida would be solid anyway, but since it's not a PPR format, I wouldn't even, you know, that doesn't even bring Philip Lindsay in as a factor. So I'd go Mixon and Breida, Mark. What else you got? All right, they have Alexa. That's what I thought. And the other one is I have, uh, I had O.J. Howard, who's in IR right sure. now. So I dropped him and I picked up Brake. So I have Braith and Doyle, two mediocre tight ends. I'm not sure which one to stick into this week. Yeah, you know I'm going to say I would use Jack Doyle right now. Even though the touchdowns haven't been there for him, the volume of targets has been. He is clearly the number one tight end for the Colts. Eric Ebron, I'll admit, it's a bit frustrating because he they, they clearly have Ebron involved in their red zone packages. So he does yeah. siphon away some of the touchdowns. But the truth is, Jack Doyle... like. I, I Cameron Bray, let's let's wait a week before you put him into the lineup because Jack Doyle is a pretty solid option, Mark, and I'd I'd want to wait and see a week before you know that Bray and Winston have rekindled the magic they had a couple years ago. So I'd wait a week on Brayton and definitely use Doyle. All right, cool. Thanks, Jeff. No problem. Let's try my man Dave in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Always a regular. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing this morning? Very good. Uh, With Mariota playing now, I I have Jeffrey in as my flex in a PPR. Who would you go with, uh, Jeffrey or Corey Davis? And would you go cousins in a high scoring game, I think, over Rivers this weekend also? All right, so it's funny. I have the very same dilemma in a PPR format, Jeffrey or Corey Davis. And right now, I'm going to use Corey Davis because Marcus Mariota is back under center and he is in my opinion the featured man in there. you know in terms of the passing game I know it's not a a uh a voluminous passing game that you get from Tennessee but the with Jeffrey you just the way that the Eagles offense operates he's not you know a guy who's assured to see anything more than four or five targets a game and if you've noticed, the Eagles offensively seem to be a bit out of whack these days. They're not as productive as they were last year. I'm a little concerned right now with uh, what Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz are giving you in Philadelphia. And so I'd use Corey Davis because I think the volume is going to be is assured for him as opposed to Elshon Jeffrey. Cousins versus Rivers. Yeah, that's a, that one's a little bit closer All right now uh, looking at my ranks. I have cousins listed as fourteen, and I have Rivers as my eleven. So I'd go ahead and use Philip Rivers, Dave. Uh, I, I understand. I like. I don't know if you can just assume that it's going to be high scoring. The offense for the Vikings—they've, you know—they haven't been nearly as as good as I think a lot of people were hoping they'd be this year. And and maybe you can just put the fact that they were going against the Bears' defense last week—that's always going to limit you a little bit, but. I, I like Rivers today against the Arizona Cardinals. Thanks, Jeff. Have a nice day. You do the same, Dave. All right. Dave drops up, so that leaves a line open for you at 312-332-3776. Or again, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. I will answer answer your questions that way as well in our two-minute warning coming up next. And it's that time of year. Last week of buys which means it's our last opportunity to hear from the great 90s band In Sync. We'll do that next right here on ESPN 1000. Buy teams are not playing this week. The Kansas City Cheeks. The Los Angeles Rams. Thank you. PSA. If you've left any players from those teams in your lineup for the previous week, get them out of your starting lineup now. The following has been a public service announcement from Fantasy Football Frenzy, exclusively on ESPN 1000. Yes, unfortunately... For all you Todd Gurley owners, all those who have had the joys of owning Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, even Jared Goff, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. Hey, even Greg Zerline and Harrison Butker have made you happy as fantasy football players. You have to find alternatives this week because, again, the Chiefs and Rams, the two most potent fantasy teams are on by this week and uh, it leaves us with a a uh, let's just say a little bit of a impotent NFL slate today as we have not nearly as many exciting games on the on the schedule for us right now so but we, we journey on uh, they will be back with us next week so and it will be and there will be no more teams on by next week as we will finally have 16 full games to pick from and watch each week from here on out until week 17. I am Jeff Meller. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. And uh, if you're joining us late, as I mentioned earlier, Gronk set to return to action for the Patriots as they take on the Jets. You can hear that game right here on ESPN 1000 as they Patriots visit New York at MetLife Stadium. You also need to know that Doug Martin is expected to be active for the Raiders. So if you're kind of looking for a flex or a desperation running back too maybe Doug Martin will suit you. A.J. Green going to be out another week for the Bengals. Elsewhere, Devin Funchess not likely to play for the Panthers. Jordy Nelson will play for the Raiders and it looks like Jimmy Graham will be a go for the Packers tonight against the Vikings. So that is good news for those of you looking for tight end help. All right, let's uh, finish off the calls here before we get to some uh, general NFL and college football talk at 9 o'clock as Adam Abdallah and Chris Black will join me on ESPN 1000. Let's try Justin and Oswego. Hey, Justin, what do you got? Hey, uh, I'm in a PPR format. Um, I'm looking for, I got Corey Davis and flex. I was wondering if I should trade him up with uh Jalen Richard. I have him sitting on my bench as well. So you have Corey Davis already starting, and you're wondering should you start Jalen Richard as well? And over Corey Davis. Oh, Richard over Corey Davis. No, I would use Corey Davis over Jalen Richard right now. Justin. Alright, cool. All right. awesome. No I appreciate it. No problem, Justin. Alright, let's uh let's go back to back Justin's here. Justin in Arlington Heights, you're on ESPN one thousand. I think. Uh, Just hit one of these running backs uh, between Chubb, Marlon Mack, Matt Frida, or Sony Michelle. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, this has kind of been a theme today. I love Sony Michelle's talent, Justin, but right now, because he only ran 17 snaps for the Patriots last week, I know he had 11 carries in those 17 snaps, but I'm a little bit, I want to just kind of like wait and see until he gets back into that 18 to 20 touch. Uh, you know, roll for the Pats before I just plug them into your lineup because you've got three very good options in Chubb, Mack, and Brita. I would use all three of those over Michelle today, Justin. Yeah, thanks, and uh, really quick, would you play Lamar Jackson over uh, James Winston? Uh, yes, in that scenario, I would. I would use Lamar over James Winston. I've kind of said it all day here. I'm concerned that Dirk Cutter will be Looking for Ryan Fitzpatrick if Jameis Winston throws one or two interceptions or has you know is uh, forced into a fumble, I think the it's 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 a fairly high likelihood that Dirk Cutter will pull Jameis Winston yet again. Uh, I don't know if you know if how closely people follow this, but if Jameis Winston is injured and the injury. Rolls into the offseason, the Buccaneers have to guarantee his fifth year option, and that is not necessarily something I think the Bucks are would be would be enamored with. And so I do think that we could see Dirk Cutter and the Bucks go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick very soon if uh things if Jameis Winston shows any inability on the field, which we know he has been prone to do. Brian in Portage Park is on ESPN one thousand and fantasy football frenzy. Good morning, Brian. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. How's it going? I've got a tight end question for you. I need to know if I'm going to do the Vance stance the Vance McDonald, or if David Njoku is going to bounce back. <laughs> yeah, that was, that one's that kind of... Uh, you're playing tight end roulette there, Brian. Yeah, I know. I, honestly, I would probably roll with Njoku. He's a little more involved in the passing game. But... You know, if, if if you kinda wanna gamble on upside, I think McDonald's is is your better play there. So let's I, you, you you wanna play the lower the lower floor or the higher ceiling game, Brian? I think I always wanna play the high ceiling game. Okay, then yeah, and, and I then I'd probably go with McDonald in that scenario. I think, you know, he's a little more likely to score a touchdown with the Steelers offense than Njoku is these days. So uh, I guess I would say I, I, I would lean towards McDonald in that case. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. I've got one more question for uh, in, uh, a half PPR. Sure. Squeeze here, it in. Go ahead quickly. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, Josh Adams, Golden Tate, MVS, or John Brown. I just need one of them, and I don't want to make a mistake. Yeah, I'm going to say I would use Golden Tate. I'm not going to lie. I'm tr- maybe I'm I'm reading a little too much into the Eagles coaching staff talking about trying to get him more involved in the game plan I, again I, I talked about it a lot last week i'm scared to use john brown with lamar jackson under center i just don't yeah. think I don't, I don't think that passing game is going to be anything you can count count on week in and week out so ppr format sure. i'd still use golden tate i know it's been a little disappointing the last few weeks but uh i would go with golden tate and uh to close out our callers caller section of the show let's try jesse in chicago hey jesse hey how's it going jeff thank you for taking my call Um, I got Brady for the whole year and he has not been doing great or exciting for me this whole year so I picked up Big Ben on a trade last week that he was going to buy now I'm in a dilemma on who to actually put in Brady against the Jets or Big Ben versus Denver yeah you know I I would say I would use Roethlisberger against the Broncos today I just think uh, that passing offense with the Steelers I I, I love the volume it's always going to be there with Ben I feel I feel safe with him. Not that you don't feel safe with Brady, but sometimes, sometimes things just you know they'll 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 run the ball near the goal line, and that sometimes suppresses Brady's stats a little bit. So I guess I would say I'd use Ben. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN One Thousand. I'm Jeff Meller, and generally we uh, wrap you up with the two minute warning, but uh, we're a bit pressed for time, so I will quickly try and answer a few last-minute questions melvin gordon or Marlon mack today in the ppr anthony use melvin gordon sean wants to know elshon jeffrey frank gore or Dion lewis for the flex spot let's go ahead and use elshon jeffrey sean sydney wants to know doug baldwin or elshon jeffrey uh sydney let's use jeffrey uh genie wants to know in a half point ppr Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Kiki Cutie, Adam Humphreys. Let's use MVS, Jeannie. And Atticus has a question. He says, I'm guaranteed to buy, and even if I lose out, I'm favored this week. I have Greg Zerline and nobody else that I'd want to drop this week. Should I just keep Zerline and take the zero? And do not start a kicker. You know what, Atticus? In that situation, you don't want to use Greg. Zer- you don't want to lose Greg Zerline. And because you're in such great position, I would say go ahead and take the zero at the kicker spot. Only because you've already clinched a bye. All right, that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Frenzy. But don't go anywhere, Chris Black, Adam Dalla. Join me next. Lots of NFL discussion and college football right here on ESPN One Thousand.